Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. We are back. This is not a test. NBA schedule dropped today. And we'll take a look and answer the question, where do the Hawks stand in the Eastern Conference? Hawks Beat Podcast starts right now. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from their claw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Edub, taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. And what's up? We know it's been a minute. (laughs) That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We hit the dead time of the NBA and I'm going to be honest with you. I was like, listen, I'm not just going to be putting stuff out. There just wasn't anything to talk about. Not anything really of value to me for the type of podcast that I run. Um this time of year also coincidentally runs with the time that I'm going back to work. So uh shout out to all my educators out there. <laughs> Big ups to all of my uh, my students at Kilpatrick uh, Elementary School, what up to the Cougars. But uh, yeah, man, so I've been trying to get my teacher legs underneath me for the last two weeks. That's why you guys haven't got a podcast. <laughs> but I figured today would be as good a time as any. Um, I have two main things I kind of wanted to talk about today with the schedule being released. Um and I wanted to take a look as at the Eastern Conference as a whole. So we'll do this. If I happen to run a little bit long, we'll be this this will be two parts, but if I can keep it under like 30, 35 minutes, I'll just keep it as one uh podcast. So with that being said, let's go ahead and get down with the get down. Let's go ahead and greet the newbies. What's going on, folks? If you are new to the podcast, if you stumbled on to the podcast, what is up? I'm your host, E-Dub, and here we talk Atlanta Hawks basketball. So um, I have to greet you guys, and I got to greet my regs. What's up to you guys as well? If you are new to the podcast, make sure you are following us on all of our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, listen, we are now on TikTok. We're now on TikTok. Uh, follow Hawks Beat on TikTok. Just search Hawks Beat. You will find us. Search Hawks Beat 
on all of your platforms and you will find us. I guarantee there's nobody else with that name, Hawks Beat. And find us on IG. Uh, however you get down with the get down, man, follow us and give us a like, a follow, a TikTok. I don't even know what they call that, but uh, we're experimenting with that and we look forward to the engagement. So, um, yeah, do that. Also, do not forget to subscribe to the podcast. We um, we would greatly like for you to do that as well, because once the season gets going, once things get ramped up with a training camp, we're going to be uh, potting a little bit more. And so uh, when you're subscribed, we just that, that just lets you know, hey, E-Dub dropped another pod. Go ahead and give it a listen. So we appreciate all of those who are still rocking with us. We are uh, turning back the counter. So this is officially season 10 of the Hawksbeat podcast. Well, actually. It's season 10 of the Hawks beat. It's kind of like season five of the podcast. I think the podcast is like five years old, but the brand is about 10 years old. So um, I don't know, man. Maybe we should do something special this year. I don't know. What do you guys think? What do you think? (laughs) I don't know. But let's get into it, man. First things first, um, just a little bit of Hawks news that dropped a little while ago. Well, not a little while ago, but a few days ago. Um, The Dap Master, Vic Carici. Is uh, he's been let go, man? Uh, they requested waivers on him a few days ago, and uh, I'm gonna miss the Dap Master, right? I, you know, he he rarely got any playing time, but he was the first guy out the bench waving that towel. And the question to me is not so much that, oh man, why did they let Vic go? The question to me is loud now: Who becomes the new Dap Master? Because every team, if you're going to be successful, if you're going to be successful, you have to have a DAP master. And Vit was the DAP master. And unfortunately, he's gone. Hope he's able to, uh, you know, find somewhere and stick and, uh, you know, latch on. I think he's got a little bit of game. You know, he just needs to kind of develop a little bit. But, uh, yeah, man, (laughs) the DAP master is gone. Uh, Hawks have 15 guys on the contract. Uh, they got two two ways, and technically they could bring them back on a two way because they do have an open two way spot. But I find that highly uh, unlikely. So big ups to the Dap Master. Big ups to the Dap Master. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right. So today... The uh, NBA schedule was released. Um, since this is a Hawks podcast, we're going to talk specifically about the Hawks schedule. <laughs> we'll get into all the other stuff, I guess, maybe later or maybe on Twitter. I don't know. But um, so here's how I want to do this. I'm not going to break it down and be like, oh, man, Hawks got a four game roadie in September or, or November. Well, not even in September, but um, <laughs> like December or January. Now, nah, I just want to kind of point out just a few things that I noticed on the schedule. So for me, the first thing that I noticed is the um, 
the insert the in-season tournament. So this is going to be interesting just because it's something new, something that they've never done before. Right. And so I guess I'm more interested in seeing how it's going to run as a whole, not necessarily specifically of how the Hawks are going to do. I think they'll probably do fine. Um, so it says here in the release that uh, the in-season tournament group play uh, November 14th, the Hawks are going to play at Detroit. November 17th, they're going to play Philadelphia 21st versus Indiana and November 28th at Cleveland. So um, I don't know. I'm still kind of getting an understanding of everything that is what that is going to look like. So to me, I find that interesting and we'll see how that shakes up. Uh, Obviously, opening night is always a big one. Um, The Hawks are going to open up on the road Friday, October 27th. At, uh, and I'm sorry, not Friday, October 27th. That's their home opener. Um, they're going to open the season against the Charlotte Hornets on the road. Um, but their home opener is going to be Friday, October 27th at State Farm Arena, hosting none other than the New York Knickerbockers. So um, I imagine that's going to be fun. Like, opening night is always fun to me. Like, I've always enjoyed opening night. This is going to be season 10 for me. And it's going to be fun, man. You know, opening night, everyone thinks their team has a chance for the, <laughs> to win a title. You know what I mean? LaMelo Ball is going to be in the building. You know, Brandon Miller. And it, it's going to be interesting. A Southeast matchup. Hawks are going to be out there with, uh, well, pretty much the same folks they had last season. But, you know, they got a couple brand new whistles. You know, they got kind of a new coach. And so... Uh, that one should be fun. That one should be fun. So, um, also of note on the schedule, they got a game in Mexico City. So, in November, they're going to travel to Mexico City and they're going to take on the Orlando Magic. So, um, ever since David Stern was the commissioner, the NBA has really become a global league. And so, um, I, I find the game in Mexico City to be interesting. And, uh, yeah, like, other than that, it's kind of pretty much business as usual, right? You know, they got a big road, uh, a big West Coast road trip that they have every year. Um, I think that's in mid-March. Um, as far as the numbers are concerned, it says the Hawks play 15 sets of back-to-backs this year. Um, I look at it like this. A lot of people complain about schedules and this, that, and the other. When it all comes down to the wash, like there's not really that much difference between every like everybody's got to play everybody, right? Like, like there's nobody that's just like, oh man, they got a whole bunch of home games. Nah, man, like it's all coming out in a wash. I saw something from Lauren, um, the Hawks beat reporter, saying that the Hawks actually have the fifth easiest schedule um, as far as strength of schedule and how uh, this team looks, but. Um, it's she she tweeted that the Hawks actually have the fifth easiest schedule. So take with that what you want. You know, I'm not going to go by and say, oh, man, the Hawks have this game December. Uh, I don't know how it's going to shake out. I don't know, man. 82 games is a long season. <laughs> it's a long season, guys. So I, I know it's exciting. It's exciting for me. I love the packaging that they did today. They had some packaging with Killer Mike. And let me let me let me pause. Let me just pause really quick. I love the packaging they did with Killer Mike. They did a whole promo with Killer Mike, right? 
And for those of you that like hip hop, shout out to hip hop celebrating 50 years. For those of you that like hip hop, if you have not listened to Killer Mike's latest album, when I tell you that thing is straight fire, it is straight fire. The album is just is bonafide. It is bonafide. Like when it first came out in the summer, I would listen to it every single day on my walks. Like it is bonafide. And, and it's still regularly in the rotation. So shout out to Killer Mike. Shout out to the Hawks for uh, that packaging of their uh, the way they delivered that schedule. So um, the PR team, well, not the PR team, but the social media team, all those folks, man, they do a great job um, with all of those things. So um, I think that's it, man. I think that's my diatribe on the schedule. And uh, let me see. Yeah, I think, I think we covered it all. I think we covered it all. So, um, yeah, I didn't want to really nerd out on the schedule, you know, as far as, like, how many home games they have, how many away games. Like, nah, I'm, I'm just not. Uh, you guys know it's pretty much business as usual, like it was last year. Most home games are going to be at 730. Um, Valley Sports South, you know, all the same partners and everything. So, much of the same um, as far as what to expect this year. I was listening to um, what the NBA channel on XM. Um, I forget what channel it's on. XM Radio, uh, the NBA channel with Eddie Johnson, and I forget the other guy that hosts with him. But he brought up a brilliant idea, and I wanted to throw this out here. And I would love to get your opinions on this. So if you're on Twitter, hit me up at HawksBeat. And I want, it, I want you to tweet me your opinions on this idea. He said it would be really awesome if the MLK game, which the Hawks play in every year, usually the Hawks play and I think the Grizzlies play um, Atlanta, Memphis, two big historical um, civil rights cities. He said it would be really dope if the Hawks could play their MLK game at a HBCU. And I thought that was such a brilliant idea. That is such a brilliant idea. Now, of course, they're going to lose a lot of money. <laughs> you're going to lose a ton of money, right? Because you're just not going to make that much money on the game. You know, so I don't know how advantageous it is. I don't know how doable it is. But uh, if anybody in the Hawks brass is listening, I think that's a great idea. I mean, the Hawks already do so much in the community. Like, this team does a lot in the community like i know like i get all the press releases even if i don't necessarily cover it they do a lot in the community but uh yeah man having that mlk game i like a an hbcu would be really dope man have it on the campus and make it like a thing you know what i mean but uh it was just something that i heard today and i thought that would be really valuable i thought that would be really awesome to do so I don't know, man. Let's go ahead and put that in the air and uh, let's see what shakes with that. <laughs> let's see what shakes with that. All right. So I was doing some reading today and it got me to thinking, um, thinking about some stuff for the podcast. And I was actually going to lead with this, but uh, I realized that uh, <laughs> today was a schedule drop. <laughs> so definitely got to start with the schedule drop. But um, 
shout out to all the good folks over at Peachtree Hoops that do good work. And uh, I actually got the idea from one of one of the articles I read over there. Um, Wes Morton does a great job, man. Does a great job over there. He did an article said talking about how did the Hawks stack up in the Eastern Conference. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. I wish that I would have had a difference of opinion. <laughs> I wish I would have had a difference of opinion because aesthetically and, and, and for listening to the podcast, it kind of would have been better. But I'm right on page with him. I'm right on page with everything he's saying. So um, I kind of wanted to kind of delve into that. Right. I have two polls up on uh, our Twitter. If you have not already been on, if you've not already voted. Log on to your Twitter. I don't even know if they call it Twitter. Do they still call it Twitter? Or do they just call it X? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, uh, log on to X and follow the Hawksbeat and uh, vote on the two polls. I sent them out a couple of hours ago. And here are the two questions that I asked. Here are the two questions that I asked. I said, hold on, let me put. I should have had it ready to go because I built it up and I didn't have it ready. That's my fault. (laughs) That's my fault. I might even edit this out. All right, here we go. So the question I asked, I said, as currently constructed, where does this Hawks team stand in the East? I gave you three options. I said top four, five to eight, nine to 10, 10 and below. Second question was, as currently constructed, how good are you with this Hawks roster? Good with it? Need another piece or three, go get Siakam. All right. So here are the results of those questions. So um, to the first question, when I said as currently constructed, where does the Hawks team stand in the East? 81%, 81% of you said five to eight. And I'll say this, man. I got to give y'all kudos. That's a very reasonable answer from fans. Like, because some fans, they just don't have a, well, let me not say that. (laughs) I think that's a very reasonable answer. Five to eight. If I were voting, I would probably vote five to eight. Um, Again, as currently constructed, I don't know if they're done making moves. I think they're done. I'm pretty sure they're done. But I can't unequivocally say that they're done making moves. So 81% of you said 5 to 8. 13% said 9 to 10, which is, I think, play-in again. Um, And 6% said top 4. Top 4. So, uh, yeah, man, that, that was the breakdown of the first question. So the second question said... Um, as currently constructed, how good are you with the roster? With the roster. So, uh, as far as the roster is concerned, everybody knows there wasn't really a lot of changes. I mean, you've added some pieces. You know, you've got some old vets in there now with with Patty Mills and uh, Wes Matthews. And, of course, you got the young guys, the rooks. And so, the major difference in this team, of course, no John Collins. No John Collins. But, um it appears that the Hawks are hoping that they're going to get better through what's the, what's the, what's the phrase they use addition by subtraction, right? So you don't have John Collins. That is, that is the subtraction. The addition is 
you got the young guys are going to have to play more. A.J. Griffin, Jalen Johnson, uh, Sadiq Bey, all of those guys are going to have to play more. And the idea is, I guess, by committee, you're going to replace the uh, what John Collins gave you. You know, I think from a number standpoint, from a stats standpoint, they'll be able to do it. I think you're going to miss those intangibles. I think you'll miss those that leadership. I think you'll miss those splash plays that uh, John Collins was able to provide. But uh, I think they'll be fine. You know, you got a full season with Quinn Snyder at the helm. So, uh, yeah, man, like I think that I, I think that the roster will be OK. Now, as far as the breakdown, the answers will say 63 percent of you, 63 percent said they still need another piece. They still need another piece. And I will say this. If we're talking about championship. And I guess that's what you're thinking of. That wasn't necessarily what I was thinking of. But if you're thinking championship, if you're thinking of competing for coming out of the East, I agree. You need another piece. I don't I don't know. Like, do you need another three? Uh, somebody who is going to be that third piece? Do you need a guy who's going to be that second piece? I don't know. I just know you need something else. You need more juice than what you got currently. And 63% of you uh, agreed with me. Uh, 25% said they're good with it. They're good with what you got. Roll, roll the dice. And I think that 25%, I think they were kind of looking at it as just like, well, I mean, this is what you got. Well, let's just roll with it, right? But I think I would I would I would want to ask out of this 25%, do you think this roster can compete for a championship? That's what I would want to know from them. So that's interesting. And then 12% said go get Siakam. <laughs> go 12% said go get Siakam. I uh, yeah, I, you guys, if you've heard the pod, you've heard me. I, I I've put it on the Siakam deal. Like, nah, not interested. Uh I think, I mean, where we reports are, Hawks put something out there and they didn't really bite. I just don't like it long term. I don't like it long term. Like for a season, if you were close, like if you were like, okay, conference finals, and then you're adding a Siakam to a conference finals team, then yeah, I'll, I'll kind of be all in. But nah, not from a play-in team. I just, I just don't see it. I just don't see it. So this brings us back to our initial question of where does this Hawks team stand in the East? So uh, trying to look at this thing objectively, right? And for those that are new, um, I cover the Hawks, but I'm not necessarily bought in as a diehard Hawks fan. Do I want the Hawks to win every single game? Yes. Um I'm just not emotionally invested in uh, their winning. When they win, it's good for business. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. For, I'm not gonna lie to you. But trying to look at this thing objectively, I think we can all agree that the top two teams in the East, Celtics and the Bucks. However you see it, Bucks, Celtics, Celtics, Bucks. I think we're all kind of in agreement that those are the top two teams. When you look at that second tier of teams, <clears throat> you're looking at, for me, for me, I think you're looking at Miami. I think you're looking at Cleveland, Philly, New York, and I would throw Atlanta in that mix, right? So if you're looking at the top two, say, okay, that's top two, right? 
Um, let's see. As far as those teams I just named. So if we're looking at Cleveland, Miami, Philly, there's a lot of question marks here. Even the Knicks, right? So the Knicks kind of caught lightning in a bottle last year. Do I believe the Knicks are as good as they were last year? Do I think they can repeat everything they did last year? It's possible. I mean, they added Dante. Uh, Dante. Uh, I just call my man White Dante. <laughs> I just call him White Dante. They added White Dante, which is a good addition for them. The only person they lost was Obi Toppin, right? And so, do I think the Hawks will be better than the Knicks? Yes. <laughs> Quite simply, yes. I mean, And I said this last year. I said the Hawks would be better than the Knicks last year, and they weren't. But, uh, I don't know, man. Just call me crazy. Call me a Quinn Snyder apologist. I don't know. I think the Hawks will be better than the Knicks. However, I do not think they'll be better than the Cavs. I might get some pushback from that. I do not think that they'll have a better record than the Cavs. I think that the Cavs, until... Until the Hawks show me, like, until, like, they finish the season and, let's say, the, the, the Hawks are the five seed, Cleveland is the six seed, then I'll believe it, right? Um, yeah, I, I just I think Cleveland's better. I just think they're better. Um, when you look at the bigs, when you look at who they added, they added Max Strauss from uh, Miami. I just think that they're better. So, I think they can jump the Knicks. I don't think they'll they'll jump Cleveland. Philly is, and I just started talking about Philly. Philly is so interesting. And Philly is interesting because at the end of the day, they still have the reigning MVP, Joel Embiid. Like, he is that good. He is that good. So even with all of the things going on with James Harden, you still have Joel Embiid. And, like, that's almost enough to still get you close to 50 wins. <laughs> like, he's that good. I'm a big Joel Embiid guy. Like, I think he's really good. Uh, you got Tyrese Maxey. You still got some shooters there. You got some guys that can play defense. And I just I think this is a really good team. So, um, I don't know. Until James Harden is off that team, I'm going to say that Philly's still better. Now, if they move him for some pieces, then we can have a conversation. But if James Harden is still on that team, Philly's still a better team. That's just kind of how I see it. If, if James Harden is still on that roster until they get rid of him, they are the better team. Miami. Here's the thing: Miami was kind of a, had a, a kind of a pedestrian regular season last year, right? Like, if we're being honest, they had a pedestrian. Uh, they had a pedestrian regular season. You know, they lose Strauss. They lose Gabe Vincent, which are big pieces to what they did last year. However, however, this is what Miami does. <laughs> like, this is what Miami does. They reload. They reload. You know, so replacing Gabe and Strauss, I don't know how they're going to do it, but I'm pretty sure they will. Um, and then I really just have an idea that the Dame Lillard trade will go through at some time. Though Dame on that team, they're a top three, top four team in the in the East. So um, I think the Hawks might be kind of. I, I just think they're in that that dark uh, that dark horse category. Um, very similar to what Wes was talking about. He even had this category as kind of a dark horse category: Cleveland, Miami, New York, Philadelphia. Throw Atlanta in that mix. I think Atlanta's going to be better than Philly. I mean, not Philly, but New York. Um, possibly the Heat. Uh, 
Uh, but I don't think they'll be better than Philly. I don't think they'll be better than Cleveland. So that would put them two for maybe a five or six seed. Maybe a five or six seed. I know that the win total, I think the win total for the Hawks is when you look at all the betting and stuff, I think they had them at the Hawks at 41 wins. So when you think of 41 wins, like I'm not going to say it's disrespectful because it's really not like this is who this team was last year. Like if you watched him last year, 41 wins, (laughs) every time they win, they would lose. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what they were. But I will say this. If I had some money to spend, I would bet the over on this every day of the week. 41 wins, hell yeah. Like, give me that. Give me that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I might even put 50 bucks on that. You know what I mean? I think the Hawks, at the end of the day, end of the day, Hawks probably be 40. I think 45 is a good number. 45 wins. Give me 45 wins for the Hawks this season. 45 wins. Go ahead, somebody take that, stamp it, and write it down, and we'll see at the end of the season where this team ends up. I think fifth seed, five seed, six seed. I don't know about a five seed. Maybe a six seed, six seed, 45 wins. Will, will the 45 wins get you a six seed in the East? Probably so. Still a lot of still a lot of stuff in limbo with James Harden. I don't see any of these teams uh, like... I don't see any of these other teams like jumping up to leapfrog the Hawks. You got the Raptors, the Bulls, the Pacers. Uh, I think the Pacers will be incredibly better. Um, Brooklyn's gonna be Brooklyn's gonna be really good. I think. I think Brooklyn's gonna be better than people think. You know, KD's hard and Kyrie's not there, but like this is still a good team, right? Like you got Mikael Bridges, but I just don't know how well like how far that can go like Bridges is a bad boy but like is he like that dude like I don't think he's that dude right like nah like nah (laughs) no disrespect but nah uh you got Charlotte Detroit Washington nah (laughs) none of them dudes gonna none of them cats gonna leapfrog the Hawks so 45 wins a six seed in the east uh, that's how I see this team shaping up. That's how I see them fitting in the Eastern Conference. So, um, I think that is about it, man. I think that is about it. I apologize for being so nasally. I think that I'm coming down with something. <laughs> uh, working with kids, sooner or later they will get you. They are the nastiest creatures. I'm going to tell you that right now. And I'm going to tell you that as somebody with two kids. They're just nasty creatures. They don't cover their mouths, especially my babies, especially my kindergartners, my first graders, my second graders. I love to come up and give me hugs. Love them to death. But they are the reason why I'm sniffling. They're the reason why I just popped some Benadryl. Gotta love them. So I apologize for the nasal drip. I hope it wasn't too bad of a listen. But if you're still hanging on, I appreciate you to the fullest. Make sure, make sure that you're following us on all of our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And uh, we'll see you when we see you, man. Like we always say, man, God is good all the time and all the time God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him. Show him some love because that's all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.